some of us who can leave our body. They're from other dimensions, they pop in and out. The affirmative task we have now is to actually um, create uh, Welcome back to the show, guys. It's episode number 98. I'm E. Willie, and this is my side chick, I mean sidekick, David Quadnet. What up, people? He's back. That's it. He's a regular now, and yep. that's what it is. We're finishing strong. Yes. Um, I just realized that the next stage of this episode is cheers to good news, and I haven't thought of one. Have you thought of one? Um, actually, no, I haven't. All right, have- let's let's think about good news together, man. Let's okay. harmonize. And we're gonna ask our guest, your brother. From another what his cheers to good news is as well okay our other guest yes no he's our only guest you're the new only co-host guest. that's right that's true yeah. did you step down due to hr reasons <laughs> yeah. get it, get it, get you it. gotta keep your shirt on ladies <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no ginger and i are still doing the other show it's still coming guys i know i'm getting a lot of people asking me where the hell what happened to ginger nothing happened there's just some behind the scenes stuff going on but the other podcast is coming David Quadnet stepped up to the plate and he's going to finish off the last four or five, whatever the hell it turned out to be. Three. Yeah. Three, (laughs) maybe four. So this is 98, 99 is going to be Charlie Robinson in studio. Cool. You ready for that? Yeah. That'll be fun. You want to do it here in the fishbowl? Sure. Or do you want to do it in the booth? Yeah. Uh, Let's do it in the fishbowl. I think it's more professional. How about you guys? What do you think at home? Leave us a like and a comment. Yeah. Let us know in the YouTube comments. Some of you guys listen and probably can't even tell the difference, but we're in a different setup right now. And we call this from the fishbowl because we're surrounded by glass. Mm-hmm. See everything. You can see everything. It's like people coming, tapping on the glass, nice. trying to stress us out like fish. And they don't even feed us. It sucks. It's rough. It, it sucks. Rough. But it's good, though. Yeah, no, it's good to be here. So, good to be here. Yeah, I'm glad no, you're here, man. I'm glad you're loyal. Yep. And this episode's brought to you by Raising Canes. Thanks yeah, for bringing it, it earlier. So we had. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. So, yeah, we had it. It was good. Yep. <laughs> All right, dude, we got to figure out some good news, man. People are bummed out right now. We need to boost them around, let them know there's some good in this fucking world. I mean, what, what's good happening around this? Uh, not much. I mean, the good news, I guess the good news is that there's not a lot of bad happening. Um, that's so gross. That's <laughs> not going to cut it. The man. good news is that there's not bad news. <laughs> that's 2020. Miss you. America, step right up. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, nothing going on in the personal life. So, you know, Ooh, nothing personal crazy good. All right. Yeah, I got some good know, news now. I gave my good news last time. Um, you know, it's uh, I did see that there was a hospital uh, down south, man. I don't know if it was in Florida or Texas, but they they started hiring the people that um, didn't get vaccinated. So that was good to see. You know, they're bringing those people back to work. Really? Um, yeah. I didn't hear about this. Yeah, That's it's fantastic uh, like news. two two larger companies. They said, you know, we're not going to mandate it and we'll bring the people back. So because they need it, they're just short staff. You know, my wife told me the other day that. um Someone she works with is sister. Okay. So a lot of word of mouth there. They had 11 people not show up for work one day. For what 11. reason? Nurses. Sorry. At a hospital. For what reason? Just all different. All of them were different. Wow. But it was 11. 11 people called That's a in. lot of people. That is. And considering the, the lack of, you know, employees that they have nowadays. But yeah, 11. So, you know. Back to, back to good news is that you know it's good to see that there's some some shift in everything you know being a part of the group of people that are kind of persecuted against it's uh it's it's nice to see uh, a change in tide so that's yeah. my good news man every day i see some more resistance and people 
you know, getting their jobs back and fighting and it's getting better for some. Yeah. Cause it's not going to stop anytime soon. So I'm glad that there's some pushback and some good news coming from it. Yeah. Um, I have some personal cheers to good news. And then one nice. that's another guy who was going to join us tonight, but he's not feeling too well. So we're going to go ahead and blast his business out there. I don't know if he wants it out there, but his out. lady put it on Facebook. So it's fair game. That's true. He's expecting another child as well. I knew that already. That wasn't a big shocker, but he found out today that it's not a boy. Oof. He's hung like Uncle E. Willie, and it's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. He's having his first daughter. I'm excited about that. He just had his first boy um, maybe a year and a half ago. I don't know. Roughly. They have a very young boy, and now they have a girl on the way. Nice. Well, congrats to them. That's yeah. really awesome. He's the guy that got me deep into conspiracies when we worked Uh-oh. together. So, yeah, I always entertain that stuff. And then him and I were working together and he started showing me shit. And I was like, oh, crap, dude. It's like basically Morpheus giving me a red pill. Uh Oh, gotcha. And, and I went deep down that rabbit hole and I haven't been able to see light since, brother. Mm, yeah, it's not always a bad thing. <laughs> you still see the light. On a more personal level for myself, um, Christmas wise, I got my daughters. They're not going to watch this. They're not allowed to watch it so I can talk shit. But we're getting them into archery, and I'm super excited about nice. that. That's really that's, awesome. Yeah. That's a good idea. That's good for kids. It helps coordination. And, yeah. And that's, and that's good. My oldest has been asking to do it for a while now, and I was waiting for either a birthday or a Christmas or something to make it happen. And it works out perfect. Their birthdays are shortly after, so they can get quivers and more gear and shit to nice. make the game even more fun. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Archery. Hand-eye coordination. Yeah. Yeah. It's an Olympic sport, so, you know, they can get in there. Yeah, and then, and then they can get their own food one day. That's yeah, right. we'll get into that. It makes that you feel like a badass. Y'all don't know who's talking if you're watching right now, but if you're listening, it'll make sense in a second. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. All right, so that's my cheers to good news. Your cheers to good news is you're running for Miss Colorado yep. 2022. That's awesome. And let's introduce our guest. How about you introduce our guest since it's your buddy? And um, I'm meeting him for the first time tonight. Yeah, so everyone out there, uh, I'd like to introduce you the one and only um hobie juan kenobi how's it going hobes hobie juan kenobi going good happy to be here guys nice yeah happy to have you yeah very good to have you here um so hobie tell us what you you like to do in your spare time yeah how about let's one of his good good news oh yeah yeah let's get to your cheers good news i was gonna give you a miss pageant setup too like uh, (laughs) no you're good bro. no it's fine just shit all over my bits okay just shit on them that's good Um, (laughs) my my cheers to good news is i got accepted into program to get my mba nice starting that in january cheers to you bud that's awesome that's good news that's awesome bro good job nikki yeah very excited for that so it's going to be is it a remote or you go to school again it'll be online all online thanks to one of the good things that came out of COVID, in my opinion, is online schooling has yeah, really yeah. taken off at a different level. I, uh, I travel for here. work. I travel for work. So it's online is really the only option I had. True. So, you can do it. You know, that's nice. You have some alone time to get your work done and your schoolwork. Do you have to wear a mask with online schooling? <laughs> they haven't told me yet. I'm waiting to hear. But do, you, do you have to get vaccinated to do online? Live, living in the state of Washington, I'm willing to bet they're going to wear us, make us wear a mask, even virtually. Yeah, right. It's fucking crazy. Uh, and what school is that again? I missed that. Uh, so I got actually accepted into Southern Oregon University and Eastern Washington University. Oh, I nice. haven't decided where I'm going to go yet. 
There you go. Where, where I want to take my talents, per se. <laughs> right? Congrats, though. That's awesome. Yeah, good job, man. Nice. So how do you and David know each other? Grinder? Hmm. Before Grinder, man. Before Grinder. <laughs> yeah. They didn't even have phones truck back stop. then. Was it so. a truck stop? Yeah, right. Did was- you see David's name carved in? Because I used to carve his name in the bathroom <laughs> stalls all the time. <laughs> you punch out the glory hole. <laughs> <laughs> It was yeah. Sharpie, man. It was Sharpie in the girls' bathroom, actually. There you go. Oh, that, yeah. that, that makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the little thing between his legs. How do you know him, David? Tell us how Hobie came into your circle. Oh, man. Uh, so me and Hobie, we met uh, sophomore year of high school. So y'all go way back. Yeah, for, nice. for sure. You know, um, and then we found out we had friends of friends. And, you know, after high school, we stayed close. We worked together, had a business together. and um, Oh, really? Yeah, we had a good time together. Oh, yeah. Nice. You know, we did a lot of fun stuff, made some memories. And, you know, now we live a few states over, but it's all good. We both enjoying ourselves, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we go way back in high school. Beautiful. Yep. When's the last time y'all hung out in person? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Hell yeah, brother. That's so, awesome. You know, for family, family could also be the people you meet along the way. You know, your yeah. friends become your family definitely in a hard way, and I believe that. And it's, sometimes it's easier to meet up with family friends, friends that are family. Yeah, very true, man. It is yeah, to cool. go back all the way home to see the the real, the biological blood. The blood, yeah. No, and we have a tradition that we started, I mean, just last year was the first year. But so far it's going good where we just, we rent a place somewhere as we can all meet up, some drive, some fly um we all just have a, a week of thanksgiving oh it's really? pretty good yeah that's beautiful it's two I years like in that. a row so that's solid um that's good yeah, stuff man. yeah usually there's way too much alcohol involved but it happens oh yeah that's what makes it good yeah <laughs> some, some people fun. get locked outside in the snow at three o'clock in the morning but <laughs> it could be worse <laughs> it could be worse i could be at my house <laughs> so yeah no it's nice man we have a good time make memories that's what it's all about very nice so, and you have children as well, Mr. Hobie? I do. I have one son. He is uh, going to be two in January. So, Dad. You got him watching TV or anything yet? Is he oh, seen- he loves Cocoa Melon, man. Really? He's getting brainwashed already, young age. Nice. Magic School yeah. Bus is, is one of his go-tos. They have a new one. It's with Miss Frizzle's sister. I don't nice. know if you've watched that one or not. I never saw the Magic School Bus. Uh, I heard about it, but never passed my. You street. didn't watch it growing up? No. Damn. Okay, that was our time. That was a uh, say TV. What's it? Uh, PBS. Oh, uh, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that like Reading Rainbow cartoons. and all that shit was on that network yeah, too. That's the same one. Okay. Yeah, I never, I never caught any of that stuff. I never didn't grow up with Sesame Street either. Um, yeah, they're a bunch of liberals now. <laughs> yeah, man, it's probably for the best, man. Um, <laughs> I was showing I one of the things I do with my daughters is, is we watch movies together and I'll usually make them watch movies that I like and that comes from my era to show them different things. And I showed them a labyrinth, which is a weird ass movie. Um, <laughs> it's so weird when you watch it as an adult. I don't know that movie. It's David Bowie's like this wizard creepy guy in there. He's okay. and then Jennifer Connell Connolly, however you say her name. She yep. um everybody in my age group had a crush on her back in the day in the eighties nice. and early nineties. Like <laughs> She was very sexy, but uh, in this movie, she's only like 18, 17. Oh, dang. Okay. <laughs> but so she's way older than I am, though. Yeah. Um, Does that think... make it okay? <laughs> yeah. Back in the day, it did. Now it's creepy. Yeah. 
Um, oh, we'll get into that later. <laughs> Russell Crowe's counterpart in The Beautiful Mind. So that's a movie I could okay. think of. Okay. Right are you talking about now? Yeah. Nice. Brunette chick. Um, anyway, I'm showing that movie to my girls, mainly my youngest, because the other one just dozes off and doesn't pay attention. But I'm watching this. And I'm like, man, I, I don't know if I really want to show this to my daughter. This movie's fucking weird. Oh, damn. <laughs> it's, right. a, it's a lot of puppets, like uh, puppets interacting with real people that are, she's like, the premise is she wishes her little baby brother would go away and the goblins would take her because she's tired of having the babysit him all the time and she always gets stuck with him okay. and he won't stop crying and then she leaves the room, he disappears and the goblins took her baby to this go- goblin kingdom and she has to oh, go shit. retrieve okay. him hmm. and it's like a labyrinth is where David Bowie's character is based out of. Okay. So she's crossing all kinds of bizarre obstacles and running across all these weird puppet characters. And um, there's one scene where it's a musical in some parts because it's David Bowie and he's a creep. Okay. Um, he's singing a song and all these Muppets are like everywhere in this castle. Like everywhere you look, there's like Muppets everywhere. And they're all being like probably Frank Oz, the guy that did all the Muppets back in the day. They're moving them around. They're all dancing and shit. But there's really a freaking baby in the scene. A little toddler boy, like very young, like can't crawl barely yet. He's, they put somebody put their real baby in this fucking scene. That's but weird. monsters everywhere, like creepy yeah. little puppet monsters, and David Bowie's weird ass dancing and singing. I'm like, dude, that's, so that's some crazy. So parenting. like some subliminal messaging stuff, maybe. No, but like know. it's just that's Hollywood, weird. man. Hollywood. They're like, oh well, yeah, our little baby boy will be in this movie. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. We'll traumatize the shit out of him. And I'm gonna play a clip of it right now. Now, what y'all think about that bizarre ass movie clip? Yeah, I thought the thing was pretty pretty odd, man. I, I wasn't really a big fan of the whole sacrificing a child thing. Yeah, well, um, they weren't sacrificing them; they're bragging about that they stole right. them. So okay. I don't know if that I can't remember how it plays out. If they turn kids into goblins, and that's why there's so many of them because they steal kids. Okay, I don't remember how it plays out, but or what the premise of that is. But just just the fact that they have a real young boy that's not an actor, this is a fucking baby. See, he has yeah, no idea what's going on. And some dumbass parents in Hollywood put their kid up there like, yeah, let's let him play this role. We don't care what happens to him. What what kind of traumatic situation? He's got monsters all surrounding him and dancing and creeping out and David Bowie's creepy ass. Um, do you know all the, the gross stories about David Bowie? No. How him and Mick. The grossest one. Yeah, yeah. well, <laughs> I gotta, I'll raise you. Mick Jagger from Rolling Stones and his lady and David Bowie's lady at the time caught Mick Jagger and David Bowie messing around with each other in bed in a hotel one night. Nice. <laughs> That's a different Rolling Stone there, guys. Gross. Hey, not that there's anything wrong with that. Just gross. Jagger killed kicking butt too, man. Was that? You seen the videos of that guy on stage? Yeah. He's got to be like 80-something. He's killing it. Yeah, Joe Rogan just said he was at a Rolling Stone concert recently, like within the last few months, and he said it was like an hour and a half long, and Mick Jagger... Um, um, What's the other guy's name? The zombie. They're both zombies now. What's the guitarist's name? The guitarist. The guitarist. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Ozzy because he's a zombie too. Yeah, he yeah. is. Dude, I cannot believe I cannot think of um, the guitar guy. And I think that's the stuff. age too. Like, I don't know. I don't know this guitar guy, but like the, the age of these guys, you know, they've done so many drugs throughout their lives. They're just coasting on, I guess, meds, <laughs> artificial meds. Cause yeah, dude, they're they're looking pretty rough these days. They are. 
Yes, they are. Uh, who knows what Mick Jagger's taking to have that much energy, though. Right, but, always, too. Keith yeah. Richards, that's what I was trying to go. Oh, yeah. They put him in all the pirate movies because he already looks like a damn pirate. <laughs> pirates of the Caribbean, Pirates of the Rolling Stones, Pirates of David Bowie's Hotel Bedroom. There you go. Um, I'm a pirate. Yeah. But, yeah, anyway, my point was that Hollywood will do anything. People in Hollywood that want to break through Hollywood and they want to get a little Gerber baby that they can make money off of will do some sick shit to get that money out there. And then it goes back pretty full. Yeah. Do you know when that movie was made? That was uh, probably like two years before I was born, I'm guess. So I'm going like to say 82. 75. All right. And fuck you. <laughs> oh, two years after I was born, 86. Okay. Shout out to Gingy. You That's sure that year. wasn't you? <laughs> that uh, could explain a lot. No, but not, would it? <laughs> yeah. Weren't you in a cult whenever you were young? <laughs> Dude, it was a little blonde boy too, wasn't it? It could be Mr. Willie. Dude, that's fucking wild. Two years old. He's basically two in this video. That's you. That's why I am the way I am, Gus. Y'all saw it here first. We just we aired it out. It out. <laughs> I'm the fucked up kid from the labyrinth that um yeah, I saw some weird shit that day. I don't even want to talk about what David Bowie did in the um, rehearsal, but it was dark. Nice. Okay, no wonder I, I... I never seen this movie, but I saw the clip and it's yeah. wild. Yes. Go there and watch it, folks, but don't show your kids. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to see it, man. It might give me nightmares at night. Right? <laughs> this is too real, okay? <laughs> That's scary. Do you mess me up, bro? I think I was that baby in that movie. Yeah, dude, there's a chance, man. <laughs> I did grow up in a cult. You I do remember elaborate? monsters. Huh? You want to elaborate on? I have. Uh, I talked about it a few oh, times. you have? Okay. Yeah, I, we did an episode. The guy that does our intro and outro theme music, mm. um, Zach, he, he was on an episode where we dove into it because he grew up in the same cult with me. That's how I knew nice. him. Yeah. Okay. And go. he's he's a musician. Friends for life. <laughs> Join a Cults cult. for life. Friends for life. Yeah. It's not That's a, a very thing. talented guy. Shout out to Zach. If y'all need a jingle for anything you're working on or you want to sing a romantic song to your wife, hire Zach. Okay. I'll put his links in the bottom. Valentine's Day is around the corner. It is. It's coming, guys. It's time to get romantics. It's like I'm having a heart attack. Um <laughs> You want to talk about um, weird, random things? The other day I got on a kick thinking about weird animals, weird birds. What's the weirdest bird that comes to your mind right now? <laughs> what the hell? Why are you looking at me like that, dude? Hobie, you can answer that question. A sandhill crane, rib eye of the sky. Okay. Sandhill cranes. I got a lot of sandhill crane stories. What's your, what's your deal with sandhill cranes? I, I just think it's wild that they're smart enough. If you shoot them and they're not completely dead, your dog goes get some, they'll start stabbing your dog in the eye. Nice. Dude, they are vicious. Me. It's, yeah, they're cutthroat, man. But a lot of the people that chase those birds, the ribeye of the sky, they'll, they'll actually put mask ski goggles on their dogs. Nice. It, it makes their dogs look pretty badass, too. I'm not going to lie. Really? Dude, that's crazy. I, I've never heard of the hunting side of that bird. I didn't even know that you could hunt them. Is uh, there, are their meat any good or what? It's just a trophy? It's No, the meat's delicious. They literally rib eye of the sky. I mean, that's that's a true term. Um, Texas is really popular. I know you can do it in a few other states, but it's limited. Yeah. This is the definitely – they have overpopulated there. Nice. Destroying the agriculture, so they, they encourage it. That's some scissor, I call them scissor faces, bro. Those those fucking beaks are sharp. I got pecked so many times by those damn things when I worked at the zoo. One time, me and my buddy, the curator at the time, went 
in the exhibit and we had to have like a fucking fence gate uh shield almost as we walk in there and we push them like a damn SWAT team riot control. <laughs> we riot them back into the corner where we're going to, we need them at. And we keep them pinned while the other guy goes and cleans the exhibit, feeds them, does the watering and everything. Um, Cause they were just, just scissor beaking, you know? constantly trying to uh, peck the shit out of you. And it, it hurts like hell. Their beaks are like what? Six inches long or so. It's, wow. Yeah. They're crazy. We found a um, Southern copperhead in their enclosure, like literally cut into two or three pieces, like perfectly cut like Damn. scissors. They, they just, <laughs> No problem. Screw you, Copperhead. Yeah, it was crazy. Lose a finger to them things, huh? Yeah. Then they get them. Possibly. Um, I don't know if they could. I don't know if they could cut a, a human adult finger off, but it would hurt like shit if they did bite you. Yeah. So, Hobie Wan, what made you think of that bird? Oh, it's just you know, it's a weird bird to me, man. Yeah, it's the one that gets you. you know? <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't know any birds like it personally. You know. They got egrets that I guess they kind of like it, but it's not, I don't know. Egrets won't attack you or anything. Man, so it's one of the few yeah. birds that will fight back. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. They're tall, too. Yeah. What's your What's your vote for the weirdest bird out there, man? Dude, lately it's these fucking geese out here, man. They are driving me crazy. I hate them. I really do. The maple just, leaf geese? I guess the Canadians. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, dude, they're just everywhere. We live by a park, and it's really cool to hear them flying over the house. But like, man, just keep flying. I don't stop. Yeah, but like, I go to the park, and they freaking shit everywhere, and their just, shit everywhere yeah, is really just irritating loud and annoying. But you know, I just can't can't stand them. They're, How does the dog handle those? He doesn't care. You know, they really? run. They yeah, they run from us. But he, I guess, he lost interest a long time ago. So after the first couple just flew away, he realized that they ain't happening. So too much energy, man. Yeah, right. He preferred the squirrel. <laughs> I used to go camping in Iowa in the wintertime and they would they would be just flocks of those bastards mm-hmm. in the fields when you wake up and they, they're so noisy and they don't give a shit what time it is. Yeah. I used to sleep with my German shepherd in the tent with me. I would unzip it real slow. And I was like, Sequoia, you ready? She was like all excited. You see her face like, I'm going to chase the geese. I'm like, yeah, we'll go get those fucking geese. So I had to unzip it and she'd sneak out real quick and she'd dart off full speed at the geese. <laughs> it was the funnest shit ever. Yeah, none of them. Yeah. <laughs> they like would all just many. squawk and take off flying, but she loved it. It was a lot of fun times. Nice. That is good. Good for the dogs. Yeah. It's got to be scary as shit. And you're just sitting there being a goose and just hanging out, being noisy as shit. And then a German Shepherd comes out of nowhere. Yep, I'm out. <laughs> just fly away. Is that a wolf? Yeah, no, they're the verse. All right. What you got? I think I have you guys beat. I think Hobie, you went with dangerous and irritating. Uh, David, you went with just fucking straight up irritating. I'm going with straight up weird, brothers. Woodpeckers. What the fuck made a bird want to just bang its head up against shit all day long? It's awesome, man. That's the weirdest fucking creature ever, man. (laughs) They make a hole. That's so great. With your head, though. Can you imagine if your whole day was built off of just banging your head up against shit all day long? That's what I do. Literally my job. <laughs> banging your fucking head. Yeah, no. That's, that's they're wild. That's fucking weird, man. So you see them in the wild out here. I've seen quite a few. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you see them all the time. They're beautiful birds, but okay. what the fuck you, makes you want to bang you your head up against them? Have you seen a stuck one? Say that again. Have you seen one that's been stuck before? No, dude, that's hilarious. I didn't know that was they a thing. Get, yeah, they can get stuck and they'll just exhaust themselves trying to get out of it if they Hit you just the made my point, man. It's fucking weird. <laughs> and they'll just be hanging out of the tree, you know. Just sometimes you can catch them if you pull them out, and they'll still be alive if you catch them early enough. But what? other times, yep, they'll just be hanging there. 
done. Dude, what a way to go. Like, yeah, right. I banged my head in this fucking tree for so long now. My head's stuck and I can't get out. I'm too tired. I'm just going to die. <laughs> Fuck it. Remember this hole, guys. I died doing it. It's really common, like, where the wildfires happen. They'll go through and they'll hit a tree that got hit by the fire and it'll, they'll get stuck. Nice. That's wow. crazy. That is crazy. Makes them weirder, in my opinion. Yeah. Pelicans are pretty fucking weird, too. The big ass head. Yeah, they're, they're, those are pretty beautiful, though. Yeah, I'm not saying they're not beautiful. Okay. We, you're missing the, the point here. We're going okay. weird. Weird, brother. They're fucking yeah, weird. they are. They have like a big old shovel in their mouth. Yeah. It, it's one, cool. So and one bird has scissors. Yeah. One bird's got head banging problems. Another one Geese, a shovel. Just fucking obnoxious and then nice. a shovel. Okay. Yeah. Bucket Never in. shut up. <laughs> yeah, right, dude. All right, nice. Yeah, we got a good array of birds. What's your What's your most favorite bird then? Mm, Go opposite. That's hard. That's hard to choose. I love birds, man. I'm a big birds of prey kind of girl. Um, if I'm not going birds of prey, I'm gonna have to say a raven, man. Ravens. Whenever I see them, um, I don't see that many on my side of uh, where Colorado where I'm at, um, on the east side of I-25. But when I get closer to the mountains, I see a bunch of them. And on Thanksgiving, when I was alone by myself waiting for young Dylans to come. Mm. I went uh, to the grocery store, and when I was going to my vehicle, there were two of them, like, in the parking lot. Nice. And they were just cool as shit, and they were, they were talking to each other, ye- yelling at me. I was like, dude, this is nice. I took it as an omen. Yeah. Nice. That's I love it. Ravens charged me up. They're so fucking smart, too. Yeah, they are. They're durable. They can hang out by themselves. They can be in murders. Oof. Have you ever seen the movie The Raven? The Raven. The Raven. It's a creepy movie, man. It was made back in, like, the 60s. It's a black-and-white movie. Uh-uh. I don't know I don't how know. they they made it look, but they gave, they made these birds do some weird stuff. Really? Circle people, circle people, attack people. It was one of the creepiest movies I've ever seen in my life. Nice. I'll have to right. check that out. Yeah, dude. What's your favorite animal uh, bird? I mean, yeah, no, my favorite bird is a bald eagle for sure. Yeah, good choice. Yeah, we really enjoy watching them. I'll I'll wreck my car watching them. Yeah, it's just bad. <laughs> I was doing this today. Oh. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I am gonna wreck my damn vehicle. Yeah. They're out on the the front range now that it's uh winter time. That's whenever they come out from the mountains. So you get to see them a lot more now. Which yeah, it's just it hasn't been too cold yet, and snow's been lacking. So haven't seen many, but um, they'll they'll be coming. So I'm excited. It's that time of year. I have two hot spots for bald eagles in this area. And the other day I saw um five in one tree. Damn, that's nice. And I called my ex-wife because she's a photographer and she likes that kind of stuff i was like if you want to get some good bald eagle pictures i got a hot spot for you and i dropped the pin because uh they're all basically just in a dead tree where you could just see them clear as day it was nice. so so badass looking they're looking over a field a pond yeah there's a little retention pond not too nice. far away i guess they're waiting for some fish action yeah. some uh carp to be swimming at the surface what's your favorite bird mr hobie won kenobi man i'm a duck guy so i would have to say a wood duck just Ooh. grew up, grew up with them. You know that they're beautiful. Even that, even that squawk that most people find is aggravating. I like hearing it. And it's just early morning, flying over, hearing that. Yeah. It's hard to beat. So I don't, I don't have any experience with duck hunting, um, but I know that duck hunt, duck hunting, and all the duck breeds and stuff is is a big passion of a lot of people. Have you ever, um, you ever seen the Mandarin wood duck? What that one looks like. Yes, I have. I've I've only seen one mounted. Never seen it in real life. I mean, you got to go overseas to get those. Yeah, yeah. In the wild, I've never seen them in the wild either. Some in zoos, but um, Beautiful. yeah, those things are crazy looking. Uh, yeah. The wood duck alone is cool and crazy looking, but that one's like like a um abstract weird painting version of them. Yeah, 
Like, is wood duck good? Is it better than other ducks? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's really good. Really good. So, what's uh, the best? My favorite, duck, duck? my favorite duck meat is teal, obviously. It's, I don't know. For some reason, it's the best. Nice. Then you go with the mallard after that, and wood ducks are right there with them, too. Really? So, kind of starts going the wrong direction from there. David's, David's geese are pretty good, too. Mm. You've eaten those before? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know anybody eat those. So. Yeah, I, I feel like one. the ones out here would taste like just shit. Well, you don't eat, don't eat the ones that live in the parks, man. You, you know, they come the and go, like ones just, that migrate. Over, <laughs> yeah, it's just overpopulated right now because they all flew south. Well, so, so, they, so the, the biologists in every state is doing that on purpose now with these oh, geese. Yeah. So they, they want local geese now because they hope hunters will take those rather than the ones that are migrating because mm. they're trying to protect the the natural instinct of these animals rather than letting them do what they, you know, then yeah, people. Makes sense. I didn't even realize people hunted those, man. I thought they were protected for some weird reason. Cause there's so many of them fuckers. They should not be, they should be hunted. Yeah. There's so many of they, them. They, there's like no predators for them. So there are, there's one, so there's nine different subspecies of Canadian geese and one of them is protected, mm. but the other eight are not. Yeah. There's, this one. No, no, you probably have lessers over there. Lessers are, yeah, Vancouver's, and those suckers are big and loud. Yeah, that sounds about right. These so. things are big. They're like bigger than most dogs at the park. Yeah, I didn't even realize there was more subspecies of uh, Canadian geese. I thought it was just one jackass goose that was the poster for all of them. <laughs> just fucking yelling, <laughs> pissed off bitch. <laughs> so you are you a wildlife guy or a hunt a hunting gentleman? I love hunting, man. I love wildlife too. I think they go hand in hand together. Yeah, so, that's awesome. Yeah. Sit there and watch all day. Um, love crabbing. Not, I've never been a huge fisherman. I will go, but you know, it's just great to be in the wild and see these. You know, it's a zoo's fun, but seeing something in its environment, yeah, a whole you can't beat world. that. Right? No, I mean. That, I've recently moving out west, getting into the big game stuff. It's it's insane to see an elk, and to know if that thing decides it wants to fight you, you're you're screwed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're freaking huge. They're about thirteen. They're about thirteen hundred pounds, and I mean, I'm I'm two fifty, but I don't know if I'm winning. <laughs> Dude, I give you like a, an eight inch blade, and I believe in you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> an eight inch blade. <laughs> I like I like having that bow. About yeah, 50 yards sure. away. So yeah, that's true. You have to take yeah. some. Nothing, nothing better than you know feeding, filling your own freezer, man. You know where the meat's from. It's organic. It's more organic than anything you're gonna get at a grocery store. It's fair. So that's something I truly love about it. You know, it's just one of those things. It's from everything from the duck to. I mean, we even go clamming out here, crabbing. You know, we know where it's from. We know where it's been living. Yeah, you can't beat that. That's exactly. Okay, hey, we're talking wildlife. Um, talk about big game out in the northwest coast. What else do you want to talk about with the wildlife, Mister Hobe? So, with the you know these massive elk out there, there's there's really they're getting threatened pretty hard right now with the wolf packs and the bear populations that are growing out there and it's crazy they have these people that are calling themselves conservationalists but they're not looking at the science and the biology behind how these areas i mean it goes from everything from yellowstone all through the mountains that go into canada you know they want to protect these animals 
now, but the bear population is actually larger than it's ever been in the history of their population. And it's actually making, forcing them into our communities looking for food. So mm. it's threatening young kids. More and more people are getting attacked. It's just causing problems. I mean, uh, just recently they have a pack that actually borders Yellowstone up there in Montana. They call them the Yellowstone wolves. You ask somebody from Montana, they're going to tell you they're the Montana wolves though. Mm-hmm. Um, they were shot. They had three wolves shot on some public private land and they have a bunch of people up in arms about that. But you know, these, these animals, they need some kind of predator in their lives and that's what the human can do. And not only that, I know David takes a lot of liver enzymes and stuff like that uh, from bear. They are some of the best liver enzymes and you can actually cook down their fat and cook with it. And it's some of the healthiest way to eat in the world right now. Um, just the, yep. the stuff you can get from it. The whole thing about like the food chain with predators and um, like you said, the conservation conservationist people and all the ones that are not that pretend to be and they don't actually understand how the shit works with the ecosystems um i feel it's so annoying that we get discredited as an animal like we are still part of the food chain too we're mm-hmm. we're a predator as well we prey on these other animals like it's, it's all part of the circle that that has to continue to go you can't just not hunt certain animals in certain areas and keep the, the numbers down because they're not going to do it naturally we're a part of this natural chain as well it's all part of it it's all it goes back to primitive times we were mm-hmm. picking them off back then too and using their furs, whatever we needed to back then, it's all part of the system. Yep. You can't you can't uh, deny that part of uh, nature. Yeah, to keep the balance. Yeah, it's it's part of the balance. They need exactly. to be there, but we got to make sure that they're not overpopulated because that's not good for them. Yeah, yep. it, it, all the they'll knock off the balance somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then you got a bunch of bear bitches running around running the place. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, we got one running for president. Yeah. That wouldn't be so bad. It might be better. Yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> In the trash can. Big old fucking raccoon. They are. They are raccoons on steroids. Yeah. Especially the black bear. What do you have mostly over there? Is it black and brown? So we have, we have the black bear. Yep. And then up in the northern area near Spokane, you'll see the grizzlies. And that's where the wolves came in. They came over from Canada. And, but they're protected here. The grizzlies are too. Yep. And man, you don't want to mess with a grizzly bear. Those things. They'll kill you. Oh yeah. They're deadly. They're way more. You know, black bears only going to be full grown 400 pounds. Grizzlies probably double that. Yeah. You so. can scare a black bear. Yeah. You'll just startle. A black bears are notorious for bluff charging too. Grizzlies. This shit's yeah. happening. It's happening. <laughs> yeah. You want to dance? <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't remember if I made this up or if I heard it somewhere where it's not accurate. But I remember hearing something about a grizzly's power, and that was witnessed one time. Swapped, like swatted at a um, either a moose or an elk, and just killed it instantly, just with one swipe right across the head. Like, can you imagine how freaking powerful you'd have to be to kill one of those big ass animals like that? Mm-hmm. That's exactly. some serious power. That's crazy. Yeah, because a moose, moose, almost two thousand pounds. Yeah, they're <laughs> yeah. like Old a damn truck. Yeah, yeah moose are big. I can't remember if it was an elk or a moose, but somebody, I think it's in Rogan's little circle of hunters that is archer hunters, maybe Cam Haynes or one of those guys, Adam Greentree. One of them witnessed something like that and they talked about it on the show. And I've always been like, holy shit, I can't imagine yeah, what right. that would do to a human's head. Oh, gone. Yeah. It would just your head would start flying right across the field. Yeah, dude. Them talons that they have are huge. 
talons. <laughs> yeah, dude, they're like three, three or four inches, man. The things are big. They are. They're huge. And then yeah, they'll slice you. I mean, even, they're not. That's not even all the predators we have in the woods. That's what's even crazy about it. So yeah, true. You know, they, I don't know if you ever seen that video of the guy with the mountain lion. He was hunting and. He ended up shooting it. It was oh yeah, that was relatively was recent. At, he was yelling at, "Get back! Get back! Get back!" Yeah, he didn't oh, want to engage, but he had to because he closed the distance on him. Yeah, he the thing was close. It was like five yards away. He dropped it with the pistol. But yeah, yeah. you're gonna see more, more those encounters. More people are going in the woods with this COVID stuff going on, and it's just gonna create more of those problems. Yeah. yeah, those and, cats don't kill you peacefully either. They clamp uh, on your neck. It's just not gonna be fun. It's a fight to the death. Yeah. You were it. I mean, you could a full-grown male in his prime. Yeah, probably get all of us. But there's a lot of other mountain lions out there. You could probably handle. I it'll I, mess you up. But you I think I could fight. take a mountain lion. Yeah, to be honest. You, you get in a chokehold and you could win. Just don't let it grab your neck. Yeah, I, I know I would get like absolutely diced up by a mountain lion, Definitely. but. Um, I, one of my favorite animals at the zoo was a, a, a southern cougar, which is real similar to a mountain lion. She's 45. <laughs> Looking good. Yeah, she was a sweet woman. Took real good care of me. The southern cougar. No. Cook, she, it was a cougar from Florida. That's why I say southern cougar. But um, his name was Shaka. He was a badass animal. But I was like, Shaka. I used to tell him, I was like, if shit hits the fan in here while we're in here, while I'm petting you, bro, I'm going to fuck you up. Like, I'm going to beat you. But um, yeah, that's the difference. But, Difference between a wild one and a mountain one. The mountains one, they train in the elevation. The southern mm-hmm. ones are all spoiled with just humidity and mosquitoes. Yeah, right. <laughs> but um, yeah, those animals are freaking super elusive, badass predators, man. I've right. always wanted to come across one in the wild. Yeah, me too. But they, a safe distance. Yeah. They have they have a group of people up here that are trying to start a new way of hunting them, where they go and actually track them in the snow. Oh really? Okay. They'll find their tracks. They'll see which way they're walking, and they'll just start following their tracks, trying to catch them. Nice. You're not That's allowed cool. to use dogs or anything anymore. Just they're trying to. They say level the playing field, but you're really not. They they have some. Yeah, <laughs> move a lot faster than us. Level that playing field. Yeah. I mean, unless you have a gun. Cats are just so damn like ninja-like. You you need a damn dog to track those bastards. Yeah, but that's like a, that's a good predator for them, though. You know that they can't just lay around breeding all day. They they're being tracked, and they know it whenever you're tracking them. Yeah. Um. So that's actually, I mean, I I could agree with that. I think that that's a good thing for them. We did that with the bears and keep them moving, or they wouldn't survive. So, you know. I, I can support all that, you know, doing that with wolves would be a little bit more difficult, but um, it sounds like a hell of a trip. <laughs> I'd be down. Yeah. A lot of work. Trekking yeah. through the snow is not yeah. easy. 20 miles in, in two days <laughs> just to get you a mountain lion. Whew. Yeah. And if you spook it, it's going to really book it on you. Then you just add another four days of your work. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's true. But yeah. Hey, that's, that's how it used to be. You want one, you got to go get it. Yeah. But it's just our it, ancestors had um, mountain lion scarfs. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy the propaganda they're pumping into you know the cities and the, you know the voting population, just trying to protect these animals that don't need their help. Right? <laughs> yeah, that people get so lost in all that dumb shit. I'm I'm a huge animal lover and all that crap, and I I will never sink to that stupid mindset of like it's, it's a sweet kitty cat. You got to protect them all. Right. Like everything has to have a balance. Conservation is a huge part of nature and the ecosystem keep everything 
cycling the right way and making sure we all have food that even the predators still have food. Mm -hmm. It's there's a balance for a reason and it has to be enforced. I would say the majority of hunters understand nature and a wild animal better than people that have never been in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. The majority of people that run their mouths have never been in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. They They go to a, a simple nature hike and they're like, I just feel like I'm one with this place. Yeah. Like out here. Yeah. Like out here, they voted to bring wolves back into Colorado, just Rocky Mountain National Park. And, and then we started a podcast. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they, the thing was, was that, you know, it won overwhelmingly because the people in the cities are the ones that voted for it. And then the people out in the country who have livestock. Know, yeah. Livestock and land out there that are going to be affected. They don't want that. And they want to be able to shoot on site and then, you know, the people in town are like, how dare you shoot this animal? We're trying to bring the balance back. And, and I totally understand it and can agree with it to an extent. But yeah, it's the people that are there doing the stuff are the ones that struggle the most with it. It's the city. The city folks think they're a husky. That's why they right, just think yeah. they're a big dog. They don't yeah. understand. Man. This is a big animal. It, they're, they're smart too, man. They hunt in packs and they'll surround you. And yeah. They're, they're a lot, they're smarter than people think. Yeah. They're vicious too. They'll kill a whole family out on a hike. If they, you, you stumble upon their whole pipe, their whole pack. Yeah. You and your family are gone. Yeah. You want to, you want to get a um, natural respect for wolves. Go watch that movie, the gray with Liam Neeson. Yeah, that's a good one. They did a good yeah. job making wolves like showing you like what they can do, like not demonizing them, but showing you like, they're definitely something you need to take <laughs> with yeah. respect because they will fuck you up. Oh Yeah clear you out quickly yeah that's right that is a good movie because it's kind of like in a horror movie setting it's like they're constantly being hunted as yeah. people so yeah i never looked at it that way but i always loved the movie i thought it was yeah. awesome did liam neeson die at the end of that that last fight no you think he won he's part it, of that he's leading the pack now yeah i think so yeah dude he had to go save his daughter again okay <laughs> <laughs> i have a wolf pack now yeah <laughs> They will come with me. When is that one coming out? That's going to be a great one. There is a second Taken. There's Taken 2. I know. I want Taken Wolfpack. Oh, oh yeah, it's right. coming. We we were just the talking to Liam Neeson Wolfpack. earlier. He's going to do the podcast. And he's going <laughs> to howl at the end of it and everything. That's, that's when he announces that movie. <laughs> I have a Wolfpack with me. That's funny. Um, all right. Let's, um, let's do another ad. You want to do another ad? Yeah, that's good. Okay. Let's do it. Yo, man, did I ever tell you about the time that I got COVID? No. What happened, bro? Yeah, man, dude, I got pretty sick, man. I was out for like a week. But you know, the the hardest thing was? What? I just, I couldn't go to the store. Like the grocery store? Yeah, like the grocery store, man. I couldn't have food, Gatorade, um, soup, medicine, nothing. What did you do? Man, you know, so I got on my phone. I had a job, you know, a couple summers ago. I worked for Instacart. So I... I went on there and I downloaded the app and dude, they brought me my groceries. No way. They yeah, brought dude, it to you to the front door. Are you royalty? I felt like it. They went to the grocery store and brought you your groceries. How did they know what you wanted? They like handpicked everything I chose online from the comfort of my bed. What? Yeah, I know. It's nice. I even left the notes, asked them nicely to please leave it at the front door. Did I didn't want to tell them I was sick, you know, but yeah. I didn't want them to come into my house or anything. So they left it on the front door and I gave them a nice tip. What? That's awesome, dude. So yeah. you can just call somebody, tell them what you want. Or how does this work? You had to send a letter out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, sent, I sent my dove out there, <laughs> my I, pigeon. <laughs> no, I just, uh, you go online. Um, 
I guess it's just like instacart.com really. Um, uh, but we probably got an app. I'm sure. Yeah. We downloaded the app and you can just go through your local grocery stores, um, that are on their system and pick and choose what you want. Um, give them backup options if they need. And, you know, before we knew it, they were at the house. That's incredible, dude. Yeah. They saved our lives. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, if only we had an affiliation with them. Oh, that's right. We do click the link down below in the show notes. You can get discount on your first order if you sign up with an account nice it helps support the show as well that's right it's good yep get your groceries help out your podcast everybody wins yep stay home stay safe yep instacart are you close to the coastline i live about two hours from the coast okay cool is there seals and shit out there too uh no seals we have sea lions though oh sea lions and We've actually we and we got a few spots. They got a town called Astoria. You can go and you go look under all the buildings, and they're all you can see them. All the buildings are over the water, and you can see them. They're all propped up, laid out. So David, David could probably. I bet David went and did his noises down there. He could probably get something to talk back to him. Nice, dude. I'm down. I'd do it. (laughs) Next time I'm in town, man, we're gonna do it. Noises? Yes. Let's hear them. Oh, they're just anything. (laughs) Hear some? It's just any loud noise. The fucking helicopter noise you did on the last no, episode good. It killed me. <laughs> yeah, I showed him the helicopter noise from um, from Thanksgiving with the kids. Hey. So yeah, it got wild. He got it down, man. He's he's uh, been practicing that his whole life, waiting for that moment. I think. Yeah, I do it all the time. Let's, let's hear some noise that would give the seals or the sea lions. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'd have to see how, what sounds they made, and then we would talk to each other. Yeah, Michael. <laughs> see what happens yeah i just wanted to do that for the people in the next room so yeah, right. they would get uncomfortable. <laughs> oh we have a new guest coming in right now so we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break and we'll be right back let's hear a word from our sponsors huh who's our sponsors uh miller light actually it's not it's true him science but thanks anyway <laughs> there you go check it out hello rabbit chasers this is p hud with the truth or theory podcast True Hemp Science believes the body is a temple, and given proper nutrition, our bodies, minds, and spirit will function optimally. They care about what is put in our bodies and supply only the highest quality, sustainably grown hemp products they can find, because they take pride in their products. Please go over to TrueHempScience.com for all your CBD needs. All right, we're back. We have another guest. There's just like a happy hour over here. Everybody's just popping in. When you leave the chat room open, people show up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we didn't make it private. We made it public. And then we got an angel just just wandered in. You guys know Angel. She was on a few episodes back. She's back to join us for a few minutes. Welcome back, Angel. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. So we got Hobie, Angel, David Quadnet, and Mr. E. Willis himself. And we're going to jump into something that she shared with me earlier today that blew my mind, blew her mind. Break it down for us, Angel. Yeah, so there's this video circulating about some the numbers of the vaccines. And I don't know if anyone wrote it down, but um, basically, you know, if they given as many vaccines as they said, they would have to be making it for years. Um, again, just like proving our point that this has been pre-planned. Um, and also that they're probably lying. Well, not probably, we know they're lying about how many people are vaccinated versus not vaccinated. Um, so I just thought it was interesting. They did the math on here. Do you want me to find it? If you want, you can break it down. Otherwise I can, I can play the video on here too, if that's easier. Yeah. 
basically it would take 32 years to make as many doses as they said that people have already received to make that many doses. So it just doesn't add up. That's really crazy. Virus is new. Yeah. And are they, do they develop any new manufacturing plants as well? Cause I didn't hear about any of that in the news. Exactly. Yeah. And it was like, if all of these different companies had five different plants making one per second or something like the math still want to add up. Okay. And that's fair too. Cause I've seen like, you know, they show that they can make like eight or 12 at a time with the machines. Um, but still just to generate a formula, right? like I was saying, like, like you're saying since 2019, I guess is whenever they could have mm -hmm. started, you know, that's, uh, doing quick math, I don't think it's 32 billion. <laughs> <laughs> no. So you could take it one way that this is all fake crap that they're sending out little shots of water and vitamin B to everybody, or they did this 30 something years ago and started doing this crap, which okay. that's being a little too half full in my opinion. It's not realistic. No. So let's be honest, guys. What's really going on? Everybody's getting some happy shots of nothing. Some yeah some vitamin B, something that will just boost you a little bit that's inexpensive and easy to um, mass produce that would actually, you could actually do these numbers in and everybody else is, and that's why they're getting boosters too. Like, hey, we've got to give so, you another little boost shot. Maybe it's your actual first shot. It's liquefied know? Flintstone vitamins, guys. Yeah. Because like, it here first. That couldn't make sense because, you know, you hear a lot of people, you know, whenever you do conspiracy stuff is that they, they say that we're in an experiment and they say the people that didn't get the shot or the the control group whenever actually they actually, they have a control group out there that we don't know about, you know, maybe that is how it goes off where literally 50% of the shots given are actual, you know, vaccine. And they just want to see how it reacts. If everyone acts the same, which is how you control an experiment, you know, this is science. Um, so, I mean, that'd be a, a, they're doing a great job with it. They fooled everyone. So it's gotta be very loose controls though, if they're trying to do it that way. I mean, Unless they're doing it by countries, not letting people travel. So yeah. that could be how they're controlling it. Sure, but they know if you're traveling too. So yeah. they say this person went there and came back with it, you know, hence yeah. I guess all these variants. But, but I mean, another fact factor that at the beginning of this, they were throwing so many vaccines away, saying yes. that they were, you know, too aged. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing that they, they couldn't have made that many vaccines if they were throwing some away too. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair because they, they did waste some. I know like like you're saying at the beginning is that if someone would come in, they would open up a new vial and only take two shots out instead of the 10 that it was filled for, then yeah, then they just lost seven shots. But I firmly believe that they counted those seven loss as given vaccines. Yeah. That's how mm -hmm. you just boost those numbers up. Makes sense. So mm -hmm. I don't know. That's crazy though. That's, I never really thought of it that way and breaking it down to like, okay, how many vaccines did they have to generate a second to vaccinate the whole world? And they're working right. on it, but it just, it doesn't make sense mathematically. Mm -hmm. No. And what blows me away are like pro-vaxxers or people for this vaccine. They would just come to us and be like, oh yeah, that's because they've been making these, the mRNA vaccines for a long time. Like they'll just have a rebuttal for everything. It doesn't right. make sense. It's in the yeah. juice. It's yeah. the fluoride that they got pumped into. <laughs> and the best way to counter that is to ask them one mRNA vaccine that you've taken as a person. Just name one, and then I'll concede to this argument. Yeah, that's exactly. all it takes. And they, they can't because there isn't. But, yeah. you know, going back to it, it, it kind of makes sense because, you know, 
uh, as I'm sure a lot of people have seen, or maybe not, but like in Europe, the the soccer leagues, there's a lot of injuries uh, amongst like the, the hearts and cardiovascular system for a lot of these professional athletes that are in really phenomenal shape. And, you know, you read articles that it could be the fact that, you know, they're, they're just so high active and their heart rate gets up so much that it, it's, it is partly damaged because not the average person doesn't get their heart rate up that much. Um, right. I, just, I find it strange that soccer, you know, in Europe had over a hundred issues, not deaths, but issues. But then you look at like the NFL and they don't have any, does anyone know of any? Um, honestly, I've heard a rumor I don't know if it's true. I know he has seizures, but I heard that Darius Thomas, that he might've been vaccinated and that might've caused him to go into the cardiac arrest, but they mm. don't want to address it. Yeah, of course not. I heard that he was in a car accident a couple of years back and yeah. kind of, it messed him up pretty good, but I, I don't know. him. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I really wonder, was he vaccinated and is that playing a role in this? I don't know. Yeah. And it's hard to tell a rich man like that they don't have to be vaccinated. Exactly. <laughs> the poor folks are the ones that have to do it. <laughs> exactly. What's the update on Gavin Newsom, California's governor? He went AWOL after his vax, or was it his booster? He came back. Yeah, that's what I heard. It's not really back. I mean, it could be a robot. I don't know, but he's back. <laughs> I tried to see if he had like paralysis in the face. He looks the same. Hmm. Yeah. I don't buy it. Yeah. I mean, and he could have just had a bad reaction. I mean, it didn't kill him then, but it could kill him in eight years. Yeah. You know, he could have gotten over it. Yeah. Even if, yeah, just even if there was a bad reaction, the PR, they didn't want all that attention yeah, on exactly. it. So they buried him for a little while. That's one thing people stop giving credit to is the human body. We're pretty, pretty notorious creatures. We're going to survive most things. Um, even if this thing does make your heart inflame the size of a volleyball, you know, you'll still survive for a little bit. But, you know, you get that heart rate over 140 and, yeah, you're gone. <laughs> It'll explode. So, yeah. On that note, this episode is brought to you by Moderna. <laughs> the modern <Yeah>. RNA. <laughs> Anything else that you can give us a scoop on, Angel? You're always deep in the, um, the TikTok worlds of the conspiracies and sending me all interesting stuff all the time. No, but speaking of vaccination, I got a letter from my daughter's school today. And it said, um, your daughter is not basically just saying not up to par with her vaccinations. And if you don't do this, then she can't come back to school until January 7th. And they send Why January you 7th. I don't know, but they send you this link and you have to watch. I, I did it before. I, it's so dumb. It's like a three hour presentation that you have to watch. And then it like tests you. And then you have to fill out a paper. But now they're saying I have to get it signed from a doctor. So I'm like, I'll sign it for Yeah. You know, I asked her dad, like, can we just stop with these? Because now I don't trust him at all, you know? And so he was like, yeah. But now I'm like, now we have to go through a doctor and get a signature. It's ridiculous. And I'm guaranteed the COVID vaccine is one of them. Oh, definitely. I don't know. That's the only yeah. reason. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I don't understand the date thing, though. Why the pick a random date you can't come back until this date i maybe because it's after christmas break uh, i don't know shit. none of the stuff has any sense behind it it's just pure that's whenever camel is going to be camel is going to become president it's <laughs> <laughs> fair <laughs> yeah speaking of that dude i did I, I saw this yesterday i think it was that um so apparently like obama has a school um in california 
and they were apparently vaccinating the kids in the school without the parents permission bribing so, them with pizza or something that's crazy whoa yeah, you, said, you said the p word <laughs> pizza it's all connected guys look into it pizza yeah Gate. i don't know i just i read I, I read that article and i was i thought it was you know maybe some some bs you know going one way or another but i just find that hard to believe that they would be doing that um at his school at that but you never know so I don't put it past is this a school named days. after obama or is yeah it- it's like his school, it's like the obama school of arts or something like that i don't know mm-hmm. the actual name of it but mm-hmm. it was it's wild that they were actually vaccinating kids without the parents consent so. i mean what i think is crazy is that there's many parents that don't even like educate their own children i mean my child's 12 and i know it's young but i've sat her down and i'm like hey this is what's going on. If they ever, ever take you into a room and say, you're going to get the shot, like you either say, don't touch me, get my parents here. And if that is an option, like you go buck wild, scream, do whatever. And I just think it's crazy. There's probably a lot of parents that don't even have that conversation with their kids. It's sad that we even have to. Well, yeah. Yeah. A lot it's of people really are is. telling their kids, you know, let's go get vaccinated, kid. You know, the thing that six years old. Yeah, the thing that pisses me off too is they'll try turning your kids against you and uh, bad talk the parents and their beliefs mm-hmm. while your kids are at school. Like you're, they're mistreating you in some kind of a way by doing this. Yeah. Well, I think I called you like one day. Maybe I was like crying or upset because remember that teacher called my daughter out. So one of yeah. her teachers made all the kids raise their hands and who was getting vaccinated, and yeah. she didn't. And he was like, why aren't you getting vaccinated? And she was That's just like, so, so screwed up. It's so messed up. So I called the school and I was like, this is so wrong. And the, the nurse was like, I am 100% in agreement with you. This should never happen. And I didn't want to give the teacher's name because I didn't want to bring more like attention to my daughter. Um, but she got it out of me. And then the principal called and he was like, that is really out of line. Um, it was a learning experience for us. But I'm like, these kids shouldn't be like called out like that. You know? Yeah. No. What good could come out of that? All you're doing is singling out different beliefs and just making a kid feel like shit in front of other well, kids. Yeah. And to make it worse, you know, my daughter is a cancer survivor. So you're talking to a girl that anytime she hears needles, I mean, you don't know what type of trauma that brings up in her. You right. don't know why not letting her get vaccinated. So it just, it's just, yeah, we don't know what these families are going through. It's literally none of their business. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, it's a, it's a crazy world out there. Um, we just got to get through it. Hopefully not much longer, but <laughs> I think it'll just probably get worse and worse until it's life. over. Mm-hmm. It's just sad to see, you know, people creating second-class citizens out there. I mean, it's, you know, creating segregation again. Growing up in the South, and now living up in the Pacific Northwest, I mean, I've went to eat a restaurant. It's if you're vaccinated, you can eat inside. If you're unvaccinated, you have to eat outside. Yeah. I mean, it's just you're a second class citizen because of a choice. And there is a group of people in this country that can't get it. Their bodies won't allow them, whether they're cancer survivors or something else. I mean, that that's not that's something they're choosing. That's something that they're just stuck with. Right. So right. none of that's factored in. I took my girls to lunch the other day. Um, went to fire. I'll call them out. Screw you guys. Firehouse subs went there. I've always been a supporter of that place because it's fire department type based of whatever the hell you want to call it. But um, I get in there. I told my girls to go pick a table, sit down. I'll grab the food and I'll meet y'all over there. And I I'm, I go to order and the lady's like, I'm sorry, sir. Do you have a mask? I'm like, no, I mean, I'm obviously I'm not wearing a mask. I don't have a mask. She's like, no, I don't. Do you have one that I can put on? She's like, no, you're going to have to order and then go stand outside. I'm like, 
Okay. <laughs> you can't go sit at your table? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, I turn around and look, and there's people all sitting there looking at me, and they're all maskless at their table because they're in the safe zone. You yeah. sit down, you're okay. Stand up, you're going to get the COVIDs. Yeah, um, right. Watch out. Yeah, so I was like, should I sit down in order? Am I safe to stand in order? So I told my girls, like, hey, come here. And I was like, I'll explain to you when we get outside. And I said, uh, we're going to go out. And she's like, what? Why do I have to go out? I was like, they were. They have a little TV in there playing. There was a cartoon on it they liked. So they were excited that they were going to get to watch a cartoon instead of talk to dad while we eat lunch. So um, they were kind of bummed out that we couldn't eat in there. And I was like, I'm never coming back to this place again. I could order my food, get out of there, go outside, walk through everybody, contaminating everybody because I'm standing because I'm dangerous. Everybody's sitting down in their safe zone. And I'm waiting on there like a dog. I'm like, is my food ready? Yet? I'm hungry. Could I have some food now? And then they come out like, sir, are you Eric? I'm like, yeah, I'm Eric. Uh, I'm like, oh, here's your food. I'm like, oh, get out of here. Get, get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah, I should just go and sit inside and eat. No one gives a shit. Get out of here, you unvaccinated bastard. Uh, yeah, man. But um, just, yeah, I was pissed off. Sad. I was like, nah, we're going. We're getting our food and we're going. We're not staying here. I'm not, yeah. not coming back to this place either. No you know they were recently that. purchased by a Canadian company, Canadian investment company. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Firehouses. Yeah, kind of kind of contradicts what they stand for, in my opinion. But oh, yeah, hmm. where's Dave at? <laughs> yeah, our Canadian guy. We'll we bring that a... back up later. Yeah. He'll be the first to tell you though, man. He's he calls it out. He's he wants to come to the U.S. too. Yeah, sad. but um, yeah, Canada's got some crazy bullshit going on with them right now. But yeah, this ah. mass. No, go ahead, say it, Angel. Sorry, I just like had a thought too. This is like maybe even deeper. Maybe your Canadian friend can like fill us in because, you know, we hear all the things about Canada and like the concentration camps or whatever they're doing up there, which I think is true. But, you know, we hear it about Australia. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you keep up with that. Um, I've heard that they're like really strict over there. Right. But I was on TikTok like a month ago and this is kind of embarrassing, but there's a video and it was like all of these girls. Tell us. It was all these girls like doing this like sexual dance, like like it was cool. It was like a cool dance video. Show us going through the comments, and I, I was like, "Oh, they're in Australia." I thought Australia was on lockdown, so I wrote the girl, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm in America, and America is telling us that you guys are on lockdown." And she wrote me back, and she was like, "That's a lie. Don't believe any of that." So I'm like, "How are all of you guys like at a booty dancing thing when we're told that you're in lockdown?" So right. then it made me think, like, maybe we're all being really lied to, too, mm. about what's going on in Canada and in Australia. Damn, that's crazy. Do you remember what part of Australia she was in? Uh, I can look it up. It was a, I don't remember, but were I they just like remember seeing Australia and I was like, that's weird, huh? Were they in, like, a big city? Like, were they dancing in the city? Or Yeah. Like- Okay. Yeah, it was, like, the, one of the big cities, so. Melbourne? I'll look it up. Maybe Melbourne or something. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I heard that like the big cities are like under strict lockdown. But once you go out in the country, there's no one monitoring out there. Yeah, you know, your small towns is kind of like America where there's a bunch of a rednecks without guns over there. So, right. But I mean, she's there. Like no matter yeah. where she is at, she's like, mm-hmm. it's a lie. Like you guys, it's not true. Because I've seen videos of like their, their lockdown camps, you so know. So have I. But like, weird. yeah. But maybe they're All not real. Stuff. Mm, yeah i could see him being staged but that's that's going out there Dude. maybe by the government but because it just if anything it sheds more bad light because it shows how like totalitarian it is you know yeah. and i don't know why they would try and promote that they're being unacceptable 
could be like fear mongering for the U.S. though to get us or just someone tighten up someone who's doing it first so it's easier to follow suit than to break ice yeah Yeah, kind of show us what's coming if we don't act the way they want us to (laughs) bring it yeah Yeah. propaganda from the inside it could be our own media in the U.S. corrupting what's coming on coming from over there too it might not even be Australia uh, projecting that shit out maybe so we we could be North Korea right now guys yeah we don't even know <laughs> a laugh. Um, all right, Angel, you have anything else you want to give us from the rabbit hole? I'm just gonna start calling you the Angel from the rabbit hole. No, nope, I think that's it. I'm. You sent me that thing about the Travis Scott concert. Yeah. I am in awe. Like that makes zero sense. Yeah. Can we go over that again? Yeah. I, I I missed it earlier. Um. You were saying. I don't know. You know it better. E about. I know uh, the medical better. examiner yeah. concludes that these people died of cocaine, meth, and ethanol. Hmm. And how are they going to include, they even include the nine-year-old child. How? Well, I did hear a report like a cop got pricked. Like someone like stabbed him with Lies. something. But and, then uh, they came back on and said that that was false. Hmm. Okay. Well, I didn't hear that it was false, but it doesn't surprise me. But my first reaction, I mean, I saw videos of people being crushed out there, but um, quit it. My first reaction is that, you know, the majority of those are drug ODs for sure, you know, but then the other kids doesn't exactly make sense. Got to watch them nine-year-olds. They're always ODing at concerts. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't set That's well weird. with me. Yeah. Because yeah. no, that whole situation's odd. Yeah. Y'all want to hear more about that? Angel and I did an episode where we went really deep into that one. I don't know what episode number it was, but somewhere in the 90s. Go back and check that one out. Um, Angel, before you leave, if you have a few minutes, I would like to pick your brain on this one because you are um, a spiritual lady, religious lady, Christian faith. Um, Joel Osteen, sweet young Joel Osteen. Did you hear about what happened to him? Yeah, about the money that was hidden. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Okay, I don't... I. I Here's the thing. I've heard so much crap. Okay. I have a love hate relationship for this guy. Cause I've heard, I don't think that he's, I just love to hate him, but I will tell you this, like in my early twenties, I went through severe, severe agoraphobia. I want to leave my house and I was having hmm. panic attacks a lot. And that's kind of when Joel Osteen started coming up. And so I would be at home and I would start watching him and it would like motivate me. And I know it sounds crazy. So like, this is where I have a love hate relationship because some of the things that he talked about, like got me out of my house. And then how many years ago, like five years ago, um, I was working at a job at a methadone clinic. I had to be there every morning by 5 a.m. It was really taxing. It was a lot of work. And my coworker was like, you should listen to the sermon. And she sent me one of his sermons. And I was like, oh no, not him again. I don't know why, just because I've, I've heard horrible things. So I started listening to him and I started like being intentional with like, okay, I want more. And I swear to you guys, like after I started listening to him again, like more big things happened in my life, like everything I prayed for. And so then I wonder if like, maybe he has good intentions, but he just does it in the wrong way. And he's been influenced by culture to like, not be super biblical. I don't know. The money thing is like interesting. I don't get it. Yeah. Well, he has good intentions, but he still is a, he's still greed. You know, it still gets him in the long run. 
you know, because these guys, people follow them and give them money for a reason, because like you said, they, they bring things into your life and change it. Yeah. Um, and for the better, you know, from what it yeah. sounds like. Um, so I, they're not bad people. They just, they're just very greedy. But okay, let's just say like, what if this congregation, what if this congregation is like 20,000 people at that might be low balling it. I'm not really sure. And every single person paid a hundred dollars a month. By a couple million. million, Oh, okay. People. (laughs) Okay. So, okay. If you think on that scale, like, and he's doing the work and he's like the head of the church. Like, is it greedy if he's getting a small percentage of that to us? It seems like a lot, but maybe in the bigger scale, we don't know where he sends all his money. Yeah, that's true. It seems like he keeps it in his walls. Or his $80 million compound he has sitting there in Houston, too. Yeah, so. I mean, yeah. My opinion on that kind of stuff, when anytime you have somebody telling you how great they are and how connected they are to God, they're going to have a huge target on their back when it comes to evil. Evil is going to want to get in that puppet and just skew it and screw it all up for everybody else. Uh, if, you, if you can make an example out of somebody that's trying to pretend to be something great and connected to God, that's going to put out a bunch of positive energy. You can ruin that person and tarnish it. Then you can tarnish a shitload of good that he's done in the past too. Yeah. And it kind of spits on everything. So it's like, I think those kind of people, you can, they could have gotten into the situation with good intentions. And he, like his goal was to be, I'm going to change lives. I'm going to be a man of God. And I'm going to, um, I'm going to be that vessel, but down the road, like David said, the greed got to him and um, the temptations that Satan or whatever brings into his life that's got right. him. And then that's how the good versus evil just balances out in the world constantly. It's always a fight trying to ruin anybody who wants to do the right thing. Yeah, he's good to the people that listen to him and follow him, and yeah. he's evil to the ones that don't. So he's either or. Hey, explain that. How is he evil to the ones that don't? Well, I just, you know, people, they look at him as just like a mongry, hungry guy who has his people brainwashed, right? This guy has millions of dollars in assets um, himself. No taxes. Yeah, no taxes, you know, and he's a one-man show. He's not like a congregation of churches that are, you know, reaching out to more and helping more communities. And, you know, uh, Hobie can probably elaborate more, but uh, there was a hurricane down there. You want to go into what happened with that? Yeah, yeah, Hurricane Harvey came through. Um, that was the big old thing is, you know, lots of people, hundreds of thousands of people, their homes flooded, and he would not open the church up to allow these people a, a dry place to stay when when his church was sitting there with no problem. And then they had, you know, Mattress Mac just down the road. He went and opened his mattress store and allowed all these people to stay in it. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. See, that's, and so that's easy to compare two wealthy individuals, one of faith and one who, you know, is for profit technically. And the man of faith didn't step up and the one for profit did. And, you know, you can judge people however you want, you know, and a lot of people will, but that's kind of a a black and white substance where I know people of the the Houston community definitely turned against him because he didn't help them out when they were in need. You know, what's the point of all that money and that million dollar church for nothing? You're not helping practice what you preach type of situation for sure he did he did after the fact after he got all of that bad publicity he did get some uh a lot of charitable donations sent to the church from 
from the walls or from (laughs) might have came out of the walls but so he he tried he tried but you know the once you throw a rock through a glass piece of glass it's it's already broken there's no repairing yeah that was um that was it was just an upsetting time and people felt it so yeah but you know he may not be a bad guy we just we judge him from the outside so we really don't know his are true you, intentions. Are you are you considered Catholic? Yeah. What about you, Hobie? I am. I'm considered sure. Catholic. Yeah. So I gotta be careful what I'm gonna say next. <laughs> no matter, dude. Yeah. It's your um, opinion. The, the the my whole uh, opinion on all this kind of stuff ties into the Catholic priests and all their bad stigma too with molestation and stuff. Like I, I have my own opinions about the Catholic religion. I may have said on this podcast already, I'm not gonna beat that to death, but the those kind of people i feel like they get attacked in the same kind of way like you're gonna say you're gonna you're gonna go celibate or whatever and you're not gonna have sex you're not gonna have a marriage mm-hmm. and you're gonna give your life to god basically and now you just put a huge target on your back satan's For like sure. all right yeah, sweet i'm gonna you. i'm gonna ruin your life i'm gonna ruin your your um what you stand for i'm gonna just tarnish everything involved with it like it all it's all tied to that same thing i i genuinely feel like that's how, what's going on with all that kind of stuff too yeah well with yeah. great power great responsibility yeah was it spider-man my favorite instagram is <laughs> the people that post pictures of all these priests catholic priests shoes they'll be wearing yeezys and oh, these damn. the priest yeah. yes oh yeah there's an Insta- i'm gonna have to I'll, I'll have to find the link and send it to you guys but there's i an love instagram that here. instagram yep <laughs> they're just like showing i mean thousand dollars pairs of shoes damn i mean priests do make a living they do get paid and they don't have to pay for their house. So you take your mortgage out. I don't know how much money you really need to survive. Um, I don't know. But I know that they, they do get paid. Okay, guys. But, like, we all have things, right, that we, like, collect or that we like, okay? I'm, I'm not a shoe person or a car person, but, like, or a purse person. But let's just say I was, and I was, like, a lead of a church and I liked collecting purses. Like, I just think it sucks that like we can stand and judge them. I get it. Cause like one of my pastors, I mean, there are times that I'm like, why is he wearing those shoes? I mean, I don't know shoes, but I just know that they're expensive. Um, like tennis shoes or like weird brands off brand. I think that's a brand. Um, they're like hundreds of dollars, but at the same time, like, what if that's the only thing that they like, like, you know, what, you know, yeah. some kids grow up getting Nikes and that's like their thing. So I feel bad that like, it's just us doing the same thing. We're just judging. We're judging yeah. something that we might ne- not necessarily like truly know, you know? Maybe yeah. they're sponsored too. It could be sponsored by yeah. Yeezys. They're sponsored <laughs> by Jesus, okay? <laughs> is Yeezys, is that Kanye West's stuff? Yeah, Correct. and he's so <laughs> demonic. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they got sponsored by Under Armour and we're just judging, guys. Yeah, I doubt it. Yeah, that ain't happening. I doubt it. <laughs> are you saying basically, uh, Angel, that like that's everybody's got their enjoyment in life, their simple pleasures, and that that could be that, and we're judging them for that kind of thing? Is that I what mean, you're saying? I mean, I'm just saying like that that could be, and then like yeah. I would hate for like someone to just okay. When I when I was in my 20s, I lived off of food stamps. I was like really, I was single mom, two kids, and I'll never forget one time I went to the dentist and like I went to the store that week and I never in my life have bought fake nails but there was like the sale for three dollars and I put them on and I was getting I was at the dentist and I'm like oh my gosh this dentist must think that like 
I like spent all my money on my nails. And so I told my <laughs> therapist, I was like, I feel like people judge me. Like they're like, Oh, look at this girl on food stamps, but she got her nails done. I'm like, they don't know that. Like I bought a $3, like press on pack. And so I don't know of being judged. What was that? I don't know. Um, Yeah. So I've been on the side of being judged for what I look like when I don't really like have money to back it up. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Yeah. That's a, you just felt judged to be in. Yeah, I just felt judged. Like, oh, I'm at the store with my food stamps, but I, I'm wearing like nails that look like $60, but they're not, you know? Yeah, there's a, a, I know that a lot of people feel that way whenever they do things that are like, I'm treating myself, but this isn't who I typically am, you exactly. know? Exactly. Yeah, and I like to say like, none of us are perfect. So, you know, we don't, I we try not to judge people, you know, and right. there's just certain things whenever it's like the super, super wealthy and um, I don't know. I'm with you on the priest, man. They kind of irk me. And it's not, I don't care what kind of shoes they have on. I'm not a materialistic person. Most of them aren't either, but I'm, I have more issue with the, the, the boy thing. Molestation. <laughs> yeah. The boys. Yeah. That's why, I, that's where I draw the flag. Cause yeah, that's weird. But then like, oh, like Olstein is just super wealthy man that if he just gave a portion, he could do a lot more good. So, yeah. So I'll tell you, I do have an issue with the church's money situation. That's so fair. I have a child, you know, he's a young boy. We my grew up in a Catholic family. My in-laws, my family all wanted to get baptized. We moved up to, you know, Washington, going to Catholic church my whole life. Went to Catholic school, went to the local church, went twice, went to talk to the priest, said, hey, they asked me to get a letter. We're going back for Christmas. We, they would like to baptize him. They want us to get a letter from our new congregation. The priest said, sure, with a $1,000 donation, I'll write the letter. Damn. Yeah, that's cool. I had some, I, I won't say what choice words I gave him right then and there, but I disagreed with that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't think I should have to pay to get my son baptized and forgiven for his sins that, yeah. that weren't his. That's so, so gross. Yeah. That's yeah, that's deal. disgusting. We, yeah. we have a big church here in Colorado that does the same crap. I won't name their name, but they're big. Everyone. Name them. Let's call them out. Let's call them. Yeah. Call them live on the Ooh, show right now. You should call them live. <laughs> I can't. I really want to because everybody goes there. It's big. They're like multi churches and they do the same crap. It's disgusting. Yeah, that is gross. Your spirit shouldn't be for profit. Yeah. yeah. I'll text you. I, did, I had no idea that, that was even a thing. That's so crazy to me. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anybody. That's, that's did. why I don't like that they wear the $1,000 shoes or. Yeah, I think that money should be used to help the homeless or yeah. know, somebody with a mental issue. It's, you know, they have sure. enough people out there that need help. Yeah, definitely. You see these shoes, boy? They're old Reeboks. If you don't pay me, I can't get new young, young Yeezys. <laughs> so pay me or your child's soul is forever damned. <laughs> How important is your kid to you? Yeah, right. As important as my young Yeezys. Yeah, and that's oof, we can go down some holes with that because we don't really know what's going on, and no one's actually talking about how much money the church makes. But we know that there's a lot of homeless issues out there, and you know they're not helping. So it's pretty rough. That's why I don't donate. Yeah, that's it. We we kind of gave Joel Olstein a hard time, but let's not uh, forget Kenneth Copeland. He's a creep. Anybody yeah, know? you know what? Anytime a pastor has Botox, something is wrong. Joel is one of them. That's <laughs> like good. Something ain't right. The window god. 
All right. Well, we're going to wrap this episode up. And since Hopi's first time on the show, we're going to do six questions with you. Um, Angel, this is your second time. Do you want to do six questions on the second time? No, you want to do it? No? Okay. That was an offer anyway. All right. <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. Mr. Hopi, are you ready for this? I am ready. Would you like to ask your buddy the six questions? Oh, we can go back and forth. How about you just ask him? Okay, I'll just ask you. Yeah, just impersonate me and do it. All right, Hobie Wan. Okay. Um, so question number one, you ready? Ready. All right. So you have the power to make one law. What law do you create? So the one law I would create, I think this directly correlates to what we're going through in life right now in the U.S. is I would create a term and age limit to any political figure in the U.S., like it and it directly correlates i mean we have a guy with dementia in office right now running our country yeah who's that makes sense <laughs> come on man we got people that that are lifelong politicians i just don't yeah. i don't they're supposed to be serving the community not you know being paid and profiting off of it personally that's my opinion yeah it's not a career serving and they're nursing off the yeah, yeah. It's like, what did you do before? Oh, I was a doctor or a lawyer, and now I'm serving Congress. Not, I'm in Congress. I was a waitress before. <laughs> Not signaling anyone out. Having your husband <laughs> invest in stuff that we're about to make laws yeah. about. I, I read about that today. Um, uh, Pelosi, she's the richest person in Congress right now. Um, and they say that it's all because of her, her husband's. And I think that there's actually something going on right now. Like a, they're trying to pass some law. Insider trading? Yeah. Well, it's not <laughs> technically, you know, but they're trying to make it that they're just not allowed to trade, period. Because, yeah, if you set the laws and regulations of the land, of course, you're going to win. I mean, just look at the, the EV stuff. You know, they say we're going to get all of our, you know, postal service members. Um, they're going to drive EV and then they just dump millions into EV stock. And look at Tesla now. It's going up probably about $300 a share since that announcement. So that's that's a good profit right there. I did see, and just to bring that up, I know I'm kind of taking this, but no, I love it. Go for it, brother. Uh, I was driving home from work today, and I work in in Boulder, and I live just outside of it. And there was a police car in a, in a Tesla. It had like the the stenciling on the side and everything parked on the side of the road. I was like, in, damn, in Boulder. Yeah, I cannot outrun that. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Throw all right. EMP at it. Yeah. Question number two, what three words would you choose to describe yourself? So I would choose honest, compassionate, and determined. I like it. I want to date you. What? <laughs> you would. <laughs> you would. Nice. I'm only gay on the podcast, guys. That is false. <laughs> Straight in real life. That is false. <laughs> Davis says, that is false. <laughs> All right. Uh, question Full number th- homosexual. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Since... Birth. I can't shut up. I'm sorry, guys. It's just who he is. It's who I am. <laughs> All right. Question number three, Hobie. What do you want to be remembered for? I would say, first off, a good father. And then secondly, just an all-around good human. I don't need to be remembered by a lot of people, but just a few that I impacted nice. is what I'm hoping for. Dude, I'll never forget you. You died a day. <laughs> I just met you, and I'm already in love. matter. Hey. And I got that. I got that name too, man. You don't meet a lot of Hobie, so I get yeah, people yeah. remember me just because of the name sometimes. Yeah, and just like that guy on Star Wars, you know, like yeah. the exact same Hobie One Kenobi. Yeah, that's Obi One, <laughs> and you're a Hobie One. You have a little, a little Hispanic <laughs> in there. Hobie One. <laughs> All right. Question number four: it What is something you like that most people don't know about you? Art. 
man, just creating art, being around art. Um, it's kind of a, a way to expand my boundaries and my, the way I see the world. So nice. what kind of art? Uh, all art. I, I mean, I, I paint, I draw color, I'll create videos, uh, try to create videos. It's a lot harder than you think until you start editing stuff. Um, my just, videos last about 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Not those kind of videos. We'll plug man. your OnlyFans later. That's right. Um, Angel, why are you laughing when he said art and painting? <laughs> I see you down there. I see you making fun of me. Yeah, you guys should see E's art. It's really amazing. He has that's, a real... That's very cynical. So you're a painter also? I thought I was until I met Angel. She, um, she made we me had a paint so off one night. And he was like, I got this in the bag. And let's just say he, he didn't have it in the bag. All right. So Angel and I went on a little paint. It's like painting with a twist, but it was like crafts. But we got to paint something. Nice. And we chose the same thing. And we we're going to do a competition out of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was like razor thin. It was so close. Like the room was split on who won. <laughs> um, actually, no, I got my ass handed to me. She beat me on it. And I'm an, I'm an artist. David knows I'm an artist. I've been an artist forever, man. It's, yeah, I just I'm an do artist it. too. So I know, but I know, but apparently you're better than me, than me that night. <laughs> but um, the wife, I want... and I did, the wife and I did one of those too. With few, I actually got dragged along with a few of her friends. The husband, fun, huh? the husbands fell off. <laughs> yeah. The boy won that competition though. Nice. That's what I'm talking right. about. Yeah. Bring it home, brother. <laughs> yeah, but as soon as you said painting, Angel started laughing, and I just had to get that out there. I want to air out what she's laughing at me for it was cute nice hopes you you uh tried any sculpting you ever thought about doing some clay i've, I've never tried it i would i would like to do like the clay pottery thing at some point but sure. uh I'd, I'd go to a class i wouldn't want to make the investment yeah that's fair enough are you on instagram i am cool. is it private or um we'll plug it later if you yeah want. Uh, I want to I want to see some of your artwork. I like that kind of stuff. I love looking at other people's art. I don't have art. any of my artwork on Instagram, to be honest with you. On Snapchat, that's, it's me. That's why it's some <laughs> of that. That's why, that's why it's one of those things not many people know about. Nice. Yeah, that's a good answer to that question. Nice, nice way yeah, to bring right? it back and reel me back yeah. in. All right. Question number five. <laughs> if you could have any superpower, which would you choose and why? So, a healer. Um, nice. And not not in the way of like you know, you got a bullet wound or anything like that. I, I would want to be able to help people with, you know, mental issues that are battling something that they can't control. Nice. Um, there's just so much of that in the world today. And it, it even, I mean, everybody lives with it. You can't get around it. You, whether you think you do or not, you do. So to be able to help people with that and in a true way where you can just kind of take that off of them and that weight off their back would be amazing to me. So Dude, you're a, a solid guy, man. Yeah, that's a good one. All your answers, I'm like, I'm about to vote for you for Mr. America. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone's ever said that one either. I mean, you was my, like, that was actually my brother's answer. He oh, said, Healer, I was like, screw you, man. You won up in me. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's awesome, man. You, you got some solid answers. Yeah, that is good. All right. Um, question number six. If you could know the absolute truth on one conspiracy theory, which would it be? So it'd be Project Paperclip. Do you know what Project Paperclip is? Elaborate. So supposedly after World War II, they had a bunch of high-ranking German officials, you know, nuclear scientists, stuff, people like that, you know, doctors that the Americans went and took and brought into our country. And 
create, gave them whole new names, whole new lives, everything. Yeah. And they started the only, NASA. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Or a lot of NASA cross. engineers. So um, basically, they, the only history, the only proof is an old paperclip mark mm. of their paperwork. You know, what was attached to their file whenever they were here. Hmm. So I would like to know the truth, where that came from, where their ancestors are in this country now and how much they shaped our country. Oh, because big I, time, dude. I Operation Paperclip was a huge pivot in our whole history of the U.S. Everything changed at that point. They, NASA took off, ran by yep. Nazis. Still to this day, it's all the same bloodline. It's a huge line of corruption that came after all that. And then, then a ton of uh, advancement in technology after that, too, which is really um, unexplainable unless you enter the world of aliens, which is, I believe is all connected. Yeah. Yep. And so, yeah really shot our country as the U.S. into the forefront of all of it. Yeah, we really were the superpower after that. And it really helps that they say, oh, we're a superpower because we won the war. But at the same time, we got all this technology that we didn't have before the war that we basically just confiscated. So because I did see that or, you know, articles, you know, conspiracy stuff that uh, the Germans did have like alien spacecrafts during World War Two. It was just overwhelming the amount of attack that they got from us and other countries with us. So. And Hitler yeah. died in Argentina. He didn't yeah. die in Germany. <laughs> That's what I heard. Truth. Truth. Yeah. Heard it here first from the Truth and Theory podcast. Just word on the street. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they tell me. Shit. Yeah. I don't know. Nice. Yeah, that's a good one. I don't, I don't, not a lot of people talk about that one. They kind of put it behind because it was so long ago, but it's a good one. It really could shape. We could all be German. We don't even know it. <laughs> According no. to my 21 and me, I, I do have German in me. I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, I can see it though. <laughs> <laughs> you freaking Nazi. <laughs> Watch him. All right, guys. Well, Angel, would you like to plug anything? Start with the ladies first. Um, no. Not really. All right. Sounds awesome. We'll make sure to subscribe to that. <laughs> Check out not really on Instagram. <laughs> Follow her at, at notreally.com. <laughs> Mr. Hobie, would you like to plug anything? I don't have any plugs today. Nice. All right, man. My mom's going to watch. So if you guys want my mom to <laughs> tune into whatever you're doing. <laughs> Love you, mom. Shout out, mommy. Thanks for watching. Support. Uh, David, would you like to plug no, anything? I'm, Still anonymous? Yeah, I, I don't do that but we're good. <laughs> I'm that creepy guy who watches from a distance. It's uh, so funny. It is. All right. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So the next episode is big Charlie Robinson coming in studio. Um, I don't know if I said that on here yet or not, but mm-hmm. he's coming. He's the very first guest. He's going to be our last in studio guest. And we're going to talk about his third book. Uh, I'm going to show it on the screen instead of saying it. You have to go to YouTube. I remember what he called that. I think it's hypocrisy. Uh-huh. Yeah, that I sounds suck. about right. Yeah, hypocrisy. The octopus of global control. That was the first book. And then um The Controlled Demolition of America was the second book. Mm-hmm. All his books are awesome. I have the first two. I'm looking forward to getting the third one. Nice. And um on the hundredth episode, I'm either gonna I'm either gonna do all three of his books or just the latest one. We're gonna do like a contest to win it. So if you listen and you like Charlie's stuff, we're gonna auction off one of his books in some kind of ridiculous game. Nice. So we're going to have listeners and previous guests on that episode. It's going to be like a big reunion farewell thing. So if you are a regular listener and you want to join in on that episode, email me or hit me up on Instagram at real e Willie and truth or theory podcast at gmail.com. Let me know. and We'll get you on there. 
It's going to be a lot of people in there. So if you get stage fright, don't be scared. Monica's coming. Brad's coming. Your grandma's coming. Jesus is coming back. Everybody's coming. I like it. Interdimensional podcast. It's going to be interdimensional. It's It's going to be huge. Pretty good. It's the last episode, but it's going to be the biggest. Yeah. Jesus. Hopefully you're welcome to come back as well. It was a pleasure to get to know you, buddy. Sound like a great guy. I see why um, David and you are friends. David's a great guy as well. Um, Angel, I almost called you your real name. Thank you for coming on with us. You had a lot of flavor to the episode yes. and that feminine power. Bring Jesus next time. Whoa, easy now. <laughs> I will. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. I like it. Don't threaten me with a good time. Just kidding. All right. I need everybody off mute. And when I say woke, we'll pack. I need a howl. Can y'all hook me up with a howl? Oh, dude, of course. Let's do it, okay? Yep. Woke Wolfpack. Howl! Beautiful. Nice. Peace. Right, peace, people. I got a bad feeling about this. Millions of 